Millions of people suffer from back, neck, and joint pain and have a hard time navigating the healthcare system. Many also suffer from the wrong care, including unnecessary imaging, surgery, and the possible complications of each. The toll this takes on individuals, their employers, and health plans is sharply rising. The Vori Voice cuts through this noise. We empower individuals and businesses with the latest medical guidance on how to treat pain without inappropriate procedures. Thank you for tuning in to the Vori Voice, which is brought to you by Vori Health. Vori Health is a nationwide doctor-led specialty medical practice designed to treat back, neck, and joint pain more effectively. My name is Jared Aguilar. I'm one of your hosts and a physical therapist here at Vori Health. My name is Michelle Steggy. I am also a physical therapist at Vori Health and your other co-host. As the tides of healthcare shift to value-based care, integrated practice units, or IPUs, are having a moment in the spotlight. And for good reason. Studies show they can improve outcomes for a spectrum of clinical conditions from Parkinson's disease to back pain. Our care model at Vori Health is based on this integrated team approach. We have physicians, physical therapists, health coaches, and nutritionists. Here to discuss the role IPUs will play in the future of medicine, we're joined by Dr. Jim Fechtel, who is Vice President of Clinical Partnerships at Vori Health, sports medicine physician, and an IPU expert. So Jim, what are IPUs exactly? Yeah, you know, uh, IPUs have actually been around for, for a while now. They've been around for about 20 years. They were uh, first actually described by Michael Porter at Harvard. He he is the expert. Um, I, I know we couldn't get him today for this podcast, so you're, you're, you're with me. Sorry. <laughs> Next best option. You know, we think about why they even came about, right? So why, why IPU, right? It's not a beer, you know, which is an IBU rating and it's not an IPA, uh, but it's IPU. And so why, why is that even a need for it? And, and really, it really can came down to that healthcare was very fragmented and siloed. You know, you had your little, you know, acre or portion of the farm that you took care of and what else happened on the rest of the farm, you just didn't bother with. It just, you know, maybe you could see it, maybe you couldn't, but it, it was just out there. You just hope that maybe they were doing what they're supposed to be doing uh, to maybe get patients better. And, and so the ability to really kind of focus on the patient and their condition and really getting everything involved that's needed for that care of that patient uh, is really the basis of an IPU. Uh, and that's what Michael Porter uh, suggested, you know, some 20 years ago for it. So with, with IPUs there, so you, someone may ask, okay, well at a hospital or in some health systems, you've got a building where they have emergency room and maybe some primary care physicians and maybe some physical therapy. So how is that different than an IPU? Is there like specific things that are required for this? Yeah, you know, there are some main elements that are required to be present for an for a IPU. Um, and it's different than just saying, you know, we offer all these services, you know, like large health systems have all these available. Problem is, is that they're just not, they don't talk to each other. They don't um, make it easy for patients to go from one service to the next. And so the idea of the IPU is really to 
organize everything that's needed for that medical condition. So everything that you need to treat back pain. So take for health and back pain, you know, all the multiple things that you need. So health coaching for change behavior management, um, a nutritionist to help with diet, a physical therapist to get people moving, which we know is far and away the most important thing when it comes to back pain. And, and then physicians to really determine, you know, is this back pain really coming from the back? Is it referred from someone else? Is this, are the red flags present? So organizing that and being all those services together and allowing them to communicate seamlessly is really uh, the IP need. And so it's, it's care delivered through this most, most multidisciplinary team, um, clinical team, support staff, everything that you need to really take care of that. And then the clinicians, you know, part of the IP is that we want to take ownership of this care. And so um, we want to be identified as part of this unit because we are going to take full responsibility to care of that condition. And as we do that, you know, we want to educate the patient. We want to engage them. We want them participating. We want to share decision-making to really in, uh, be involved in the IP and their care. We want to make things simple, right? So keep it simple, stupid, right? The, the KISS methodology, right? Yes. Uh, simple management, simple scheduling structure, make it easy for patients to get in. Um, you know, one of the elements that Michael Porter first described was that it's all collated, co-located and dedicated facilities. I think as we'll hit on, that's probably not as necessary anymore. Uh, and we're kind of proving that at, at Glory Health. Um, certainly we want team leaders, be it physicians and care managers. Um, we want to measure outcomes, right? So if you don't, if you're not measuring how you're doing, how well do you think you're really doing? Right. And mm -hmm. uh, are you really making a difference? Are you moving the needle? Are you getting patients better? Um, you know, with more efficient, higher value care. Um, if you don't measure, you don't know, um, for that. And certainly you want to meet regularly to really discuss patients as they proceed through, and then again, you know, the IEP is responsible for all the outcomes, all the cost, and really all the care. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway for me with all of that is the team approach, because you could, like you said, you can be in the same location, but if no one's communicating, then you're not achieving what you could. Um, it's, it reminds me of that telephone game that you'd play as a kid where it's like the first person says something. And by the time it's at the end, it's totally different. And so, <laughs> so yeah, we don't want that happening in healthcare. So, um, I, I like the idea of the IPU model. And another thing just to mention with when they started, of course, they were talking about being physically located in the same place because, look at where we are now with telehealth and all the advancements in technology. It, I, you know, it wasn't really an option then. Um, so I want to look back at just what we're comparing these IPUs to. So I have this slide um, and specifically it gives a really good idea of what that traditional care model is looking like and it's chaos, right? If people aren't communicating Patients are having to jump around to multiple different facilities, multiple different clinicians who may not be communicating. And so it it's not ideal and it's not necessarily the most effective. And so, Jim, if you can tell us a little bit about some of the reasons you think we need to change from that traditional care model. 
Yeah, I mean, as you can see on the slide, right, it's, it's like chaotic. Right? It's curved lines, it's, you know, then you've taken steps backwards and you go to the left and then to the right and up and down. And, um, oh, wait, I'm sorry, you didn't talk to the person who only deals with the left knee compared to the right knee. And, um, you know, and no one's really taking full ownership of the entire journey of that patient, right? So everything that needs to play into it, you know, your care journey should be a kind of a, a straight line on the path to getting better. You know, it shouldn't weave around. And because we know as you weave around and if you end up at the wrong door first, you're seven times more likely to have surgery if you go to a surgeon first, right? If you get an MRI within the first month, you're eight times likely to have surgery than someone who doesn't. And you're not going to have a better outcome, right? So, so how you meander around through that path, it's not just chaotic, it's also harm causing um, and, and expensive and with not no improvement in outcomes. And this, this sounds great in theory, Jim, but what kind of success has been seen so far for IPs? Do they really work? Yeah, you know, even just looking at like the IPs themselves. So, you know, ones that are dedicated for various conditions, they're they're incredibly successful. So there's one that helps prevent readmissions to the hospital, which which should really never happen in a modern healthcare society, right? Um, you know, you have to stay involved, stay engaged. You know, an IPU can reduce that by 40% and reduce down ED visits by 40%. So, you know, right there, you're just cutting out expensive hospitalizations and more tests and more risk involved with it. If you want to look specifically at, at hip arthritis, there are um, some of the leaguers in I, IPUs uh, are down at, at UT Austin at, at Dell Medical Center. They do a great job with, with managing hip osteoarthritis, um, really improvements in patient outcomes, you know, after they get their hip replacement and how the care is perceived. The, even then, even more interesting to me, um, because I want to know, like, well, how good is an IPU compared to just, as, as, as Michelle described earlier, you know, a hospital system that has all these services that are all in the same, you know, umbrella or, or brand, right? So how good is an IPU where they're really are dedicated to that condition compared to the service umbrella services? Actually, IPUs win again. Um, statistically better outcomes uh, when it's all... Um, driving together for that one condition, as well as better uh, reduced cost. And, and so, you know, better outcomes, reduced costs, right? I mean, that's kind of what we're shooting for um, uh, with, with our patients. So, so highly effective. Thanks, Jim, for sharing some of the, the data on that. And speaking of that, if we take this and extrapolate it to what we're doing here at Vori Health, how are we changing healthcare? How are we incorporating IPUs in real life? Yeah, you know, so if you take that idea of a of a physical location, right, your reach is, is just in your surrounding area. Whereas at Vori Health, we are, are certainly a virtual first holistic muscle, muscle care company. We're in all 50 states and the District of Columbia. Um, so we're able to create that IPU unit everywhere. So everyone should have access to, to high, highly evidence-based care, getting good outcomes with, with lower cost. And really, this was one of the reasons why our two founders developed Boreal. So we're founded by a neurosurgeon and orthopedic surgeon um, from Yale and Mayo Clinic, respectively, who just saw that 
people were suffering from misdiagnosis. They weren't getting holistic care. They weren't um, receiving all the other things that affect pain that no one was addressing. And, and so they, they wanted to kind of create this company that can reach everywhere. Um, and that's really what, what Bori helped us. So it's, it's a, it's a linear journey of getting patients better with all the services that we need and in, in, in every area. So Jim, mm-hmm. tell us a little bit more about the Vori health team. So I know Jared had brought it up initially that it's a, a physician led practice. And we've talked about some of the different people that a member would see when they join us. Um, can you tell us a little bit about who's on that care team and why? Yeah. So, you know, it, it, it takes a team of people to get, to get people better. Right. Um, you know, and being able to kind of pull in as you need to, to, to get people better. So, so our care team, you know, it starts with our health coaches. So our health coaches are trained in, in cognitive behavioral therapy changes, um, stress, handle, how to handle stress better, how to sleep better. You know, if you're not sleeping well, we know that your back pain doesn't get better as quickly uh, if you're not getting the rest that you need. Um, diet, so anti-inflammatory diets can be helpful and have been shown to be effective for this. So we pull in the registered dietitian as we need to. And then we have physicians on the team as well that help kind of uh, guide and lead the team. Um, and, I'll, and I'll get into the role of physicians uh, in just a second, um, because ultimately the people who work really well with, with say, back pain is, is our physical therapist. Uh, you know, you have to have them involved. And we know that the sooner you get them involved, the better and quicker people get. And so mm-hmm. that's why at that first visit, health coaches meet with them to address certain other areas that may be arising. You see the physician, which we'll get to, and then you have the physical therapist right off the bat that's already assigning exercises, talking to them about how to manage, um, you know, even like soft tissue modalities at home and and heat and and then stretching and strengthening all those things that they that they need to get better. And now, kind of going back to why 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 we're a physician led team. Well, you know, it's it's funny why I, I used to teach a lot of medical students. You know, and and I would give the orthopedic lecture. And so when the students would come to the orthopedic lecture, all they can think about is orthopedics, right? Well, the problem is not all musculoskeletal pain is from the orthopedic system, right? Mm-hmm. So you can have referred pain. It could be shingles. You know, can cause severe kind of back pain if you don't look. You know, you don't you, don't, you miss it, right? So so. The thing about having physicians is that they do have a broader range of training um, and are able to make sure that the differential diagnosis uh, is appropriate, is being evaluated. So you can really kind of get that true diagnosis, right? Um, As well as kind of get, you know, do any unnecessary testing for anything that may be else be causing it um, Mm -hmm. uh, as well. So you can really hone down the diagnosis we can order any type of test that we need uh, that's appropriate for the patient. We can prescribe medications as needed. Um, certainly, you know, non-opioid medications because we know that they're highly effective with back pain. Uh, so avoiding opioids and all the problems that come with that. And then also giving patients prognosis, right? So I know with shoulder impingement syndrome or rotator cuff skinny pinch, about 85 to 90% of people get better in six weeks as long as you're kind of doing the therapy and working with our therapist team. 
Um, we know that the vast majority of back pain, even true radicular back pain, 90 to 95% gets better. So being able to give that prognostic, prognostic information to the patient also helps set the stage for their expectations. Um, uh, proceeding along, which is always important, right? So you want them to have buy-in and understand what they have, what it's going to take to get better, and then even long-term, like how can we prevent this in the future? Awesome. Awesome. And to come back to what we talked about previously, where IPUs traditionally originated in a single location, Jim, can you explain the value of combining both virtual and in-person care to meet the patient's needs? Yeah, you know, so the, the idea of the hybrid IPU is, um, it's, it's really exciting to me because one, you know, you have the reach uh, of being able to get, to provide high quality evidence-based care to, to people everywhere. Um, so any state, District of Columbia, um, we're able to provide those services because we're a virtual first company. Now that being recognized, you know, there are some patient conditions um, and even patient characteristics where they need that kind of in-person care, you know, hands-on work, true, you know, traction for true radiculopathy, um, or if the patient themselves just needs that motivation of going in, uh, can sometimes be helpful. Or, you know, if they're a fall risk, you know, it's probably good that they're in there with working with someone. And, and we recognize that at Board Health, but that's why we kind of create that the hybrid IPU model. So combining like-minded, skilled in-person uh, providers, which would both physical therapists, but also surgeons, uh, injections for as they're needed, uh, combined with this really kind of virtual care, we're keeping that engagement, um, really providing every other kind of touch point service that, that's needed. I think that's really important to recognize that. And, and it's, it's so necessary because like you said, everything can't be done virtually, but having that reach initially and virtually, and then having those connections for in-person care when needed is huge. So that's. Sorry. The other thing to think about it too, is that is like, you never leave the virtual component. Right. Because just because you go to see an in-person physical therapist, and the traction helps and, you, and the radiculopathy or your shooting pain gets better, we're still there virtually, right? Like we're still working on your stress and your sleep and we're still following along and um, giving you guidance as far as what, how to prevent this from flaring again. So mm-hmm. it, it's just an easier way to kind of keep that engagement and keep people on the right, right path. Yeah, absolutely. I just had someone this morning telling me how much she enjoyed the virtual care because it was so convenient. And And that's the nice thing is it's the convenience of it. It's the ability to access people that otherwise might not be able to get into a clinic. The reach is so much larger. So there's just a lot of benefits to it. Um, I want to actually share a patient quote that we have from someone who's experiencing this Vori Health program. And so, um, as you can see here, we have a quote from one of our members and they said, my experience with Vori has been world-class. I was unsure if telephysical therapy and coaching would be effective, but it's been so impactful. I'm finding that Vori has not only helped me get better physically, but also make positive behavior changes in other aspects of my life. I love how convenient it is and the ease of scheduling. 
My care team is fantastic and truly puts my experience at the center, sending helpful tips through the, throughout the week and responding to all messages timely. I highly recommend Vori to anyone and everyone. I think that's great. I mean, I think she actually hit on so many points of what a hybrid IPU is, right? Yeah. I mean, the whole care team, and it's not just one person getting better, it's the team of people, her needs are first, right? So mm -hmm. it's really what matters to her. It's convenient because we're meeting her where where she is, right? Which is uh way medicine should be practiced. Um, so I, I, I love it. I hope, I hope it was for my patient. Uh, yeah, right. Yes. Uh, uh, Team yeah. approach. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you very much, Jim, for joining us. I think this was really informative and really helpful to understand more about what IPU stands for and everything that comes with it. So we really enjoyed having you on and we hope to have you on again. Yeah, sure. Anytime. I'm I'm happy to to wax on poetically uh, about things because I, I love our model. I love what we do for so it's uh it's exciting and it's uh, it's changing the system. Awesome. Thank you all, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for joining us for the Bory Voice as we cut through the noise of healthcare. Please subscribe to our podcast and YouTube channel and stay tuned for the next episode. Vori Health is an award-winning nationwide specialty medical practice designed to treat back, neck, and joint pain more effectively. Our unique doctor-led care teams support the whole person. We can diagnose, prescribe medications or tests that are needed, and provide physical therapy, nutrition guidance, and healthy lifestyle coaching to boost recovery all in one place. This way, patients get the right care at the right time, so they avoid risky surgeries and unnecessary procedures. We help patients get back to their lives.